This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. Big people, before we get started, I want to tell you about another great podcast your tiny people might just love. Little Stories for Tiny People is a member of Kids Listen, an organization that supports high-quality podcasting for kids. Today, I wanted to highlight one of my fellow Kids Listen members, Reading Bug Adventures. Reading Bug Adventures features all original stories and music for kids with big imaginations, which, of course, we love here. Every episode is a new adventure. It's written, performed, and produced by the team from Reading Bug's independent bookstore to encourage reading and exploring new subjects. Their podcast also includes time and music to color your own illustrations. I love that. You can find Reading Bug Adventures wherever you get your podcasts. Yay! I love spreading the podcast love. Okay, well, that's all, folks. I'm off to go sew some buttons onto some socks. Oh, you you wanted to hear a story? Hmm. Okay, yeah, I think I think I actually do have a story for you. It's a very special story, in fact. I imagine you know by now that families can be made up of a variety of people and look many different ways. Sometimes, and this is the time we're talking about today, a baby grows up a little bit and joins a family when he or she is older. It can sometimes happen when a tiny person is a toddler or a big kid or even a teenager. Our story today will focus on a toddler joining a family. And of course, this should go without saying, it will be told from the viewpoint of a hamster. Because that's how we do things around here. Okay, let's get to our story. A hamster named Bobo. Hamster sat in his cage. He had some water and a wheel. He had sunshine from the window. He was fine. He was good. The people in the house left him alone, for the most part. They called him Buddy, which seemed like a strange name, but he accepted it. A few times a week, the people picked Hamster up and cuddled him and let him sit in their hands. Sometimes they let him run around on the floor and they laughed at how adorable he was. He couldn't help being adorable. All was well. Then the people in the house began doing new things. They both seemed very focused on a particular room in the house. One hamster had never entered. They started bringing things out of the room. Hamster watched with curiosity as they carried every single item out of the room and boxed it up. The boxes disappeared over time. The people began bringing things into the room. They brought cans of paint. Hamster heard them playing loud music for an entire weekend while they were in there with that paint. It was much too loud. Hamster was a quiet fellow and enjoyed quiet music. But soon, they finished with the paint and the music was turned off. Thankfully. 
The people began bringing new things into the room. A small bed, a lamp, a colorful rug, a bookshelf, a dresser. They spent a great deal of time in there, going back and forth about where the lamp should go. Hamster knew this because he has very good ears. After finishing with that now very special room, the people went into a near frenzy of cleaning. They cleaned the house top to bottom. The loud music was back, too. Hamster hoped it would be over soon. A few days later, a new person visited for the day. She smiled a lot and held some paperwork in her arms that she kept looking at. The people nodded while the woman talked. Hamster wondered why they were not all singing karaoke together or eating pie or laughing about things that happened a long time ago. All things the people usually did with other people who showed up at their house. As Hamster went through his day, sipping his water from his straw, doing his wheel exercises, lolling on the floor of his cage, he wondered what those people were up to. Changing that room, cleaning the house, the woman visiting... But honestly, Hamster didn't care all that much. He was a live-and-let-live type. It didn't seem to have anything to do with him. But then, something entirely unexpected happened. Hamster was just lolling around in his cage. He was right next to a window, and he could look up at the bright blue sky. An airplane happened to be there, just then, leaving a chalky white trail tracing through the blue. Hamster watched the airplane go out of sight. The house was quiet, just as he liked it. A cloud drifted by, a cloud that looked like a butterfly. Hamster felt happy. Then it happened. There was a commotion outside the front door, and when it opened... The people walked in. One of them was holding hands with... What was it? Hamster couldn't see because the tiny hand was attached to someone very small. Oh my, it was a tiny person. A very wide-eyed, tiny little person. Hamster didn't know much about people aside from what he'd seen which was not a whole lot, but this was a very small person indeed. It must be a baby, he thought. A walking baby, but a baby. The people in the house seemed very happy to have this person with them. Hamster watched the tiny person to make sure she wasn't carrying a cat or an eagle or an owl or something else that would want to eat a hamster. But she was not, so Hamster went back to lolling. Things were fine. Things were good. The tiny little person would probably not be here for long. But the tiny little person stayed. She stayed, but she did not seem all that happy. Sometimes she was sad and angry, but the people in the house continued to be very happy that the tiny little person was there. They tried to comfort her. They showed her the new special room. 
They spent a lot of time talking about naps and how to do naps. Hamster thought this was very funny. Naps were his specialty. Hamster could not imagine what there was to talk about naps. They were pretty simple. In fact, all the talk of naps made him tired. So he took a nap. On the third day, the tiny person was still very much in the house and finally seemed to notice Hamster. She was having a hard day and was crying some, but when she saw Hamster, she stopped crying and toddled over. She poked her little finger through Hamster's cage. Hamster was not used to this. He backed away into a corner and waited for it to be over. The tiny little person had tears on her cheeks. She looked right at Hamster and seemed to try very hard to make her mouth do what she wanted it to do. Finally, with great effort, she said, Bulbo. She smiled. Hamster did not smile. What did Bobo mean? Bobo, she said again, still smiling. She pointed at Hamster. Bobo. Oh dear, Hamster thought. She thinks my name is Bobo. That's worse than Buddy. Hamster tried to explain this, but his words came out like this. The tiny little person giggled. Bobo. It was the first time Hamster had heard her laugh. Hamster saw the big people in the house watching all of this happen. They were smiling. Then they actually hugged each other. What is happening? Hamster wondered. Why are they hugging each other and letting this intruder call me Bobo? Hamster felt very frustrated. He cried out. I am not Bobo. I am Hamster. At the very least, I am Buddy, never Bobo. But Hamster's cries sounded like this. Squeak, 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 squeak. Hamster's squeaks only made the tiny person laugh even more. So she kept coming to visit Hamster many times a day. Bobo, she'd say, smiling. Bobo. Again with this Bobo thing, Hamster thought. But he tried to go back to his water, his wheel, and his window watching. And that worked okay. Then, another entirely unexpected thing happened. Hamster was just lazily rolling on the floor of his cage. It was his favorite time of day, early evening. He could see fireflies out the window. One of the big people approached. Hamster thought maybe they'd take him out for a snuggle. It's about time, he thought. It's as if they've forgotten about me since this other person came. But instead, the person picked up Hamster's entire cage. Hamster froze mid-roll. His eyes went wide as the person carefully carried the cage. Hamster glanced around. His cage was clean. In their cleaning frenzy, the people had cleaned it out. And the only reason they ever moved his cage was to clean it. So, what was happening? Hamster remained frozen like a statue as the person carried him into the hall 
and straight into the special new room. Hamster felt his breath catch. This was new territory. He was jostled a bit as the person slowly set the cage down on the bookshelf. There you go, Bobo, the person said with a smile and left the room. Hamster looked around and frowned. The room was light green, the color of the paint cans. Everything in it was new. New curtains, new colorful rug, new dresser, new bed. And now Hamster had a new name. New, 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 new. How had this happened? It felt like Hamster's entire life had changed overnight. That night, one of the big people came into the room carrying the tiny little person. They sat down on the small bed and got out some books. But when the big person tried to open a book to read it to the little girl, she pushed it away with her hand. The book toppled onto the floor. The little girl cried. The big person waited a little while and then gave her a hug. Hamster watched the little girl, and it made him realize something. Everything was just as new to this tiny person as it was for him. Her whole world was new and different. New house, new people, new room, new bed, new books. New can be good, he thought, and it can also be hard. The big person stayed in the room, singing to the little girl until she fell asleep. Soon, Hamster was alone with her in the room, listening to her sleep and watching her in the glow of the moon-shaped nightlight. Over the next few weeks, Hamster got used to his new room. He found things he liked about it. He was next to a new window, and this one had a better view. The green walls were very cheerful, and Hamster no longer had to hear the hum of the refrigerator and the turn of the clothes dryer, both of which had bothered him in his old spot. And he was no longer right next to the air conditioning vent, which used to blast freezing air at him in the summer. He still missed being able to see the front door. He liked keeping track of the people's comings and goings. But he got a lot more attention lately from the little girl. The big people had taught her how to pet him with two of her little fingers. One time, she grabbed his fur and squeezed too hard, but the big people reminded her not to do it. And Hamster was shocked that it didn't happen again. Over time, Hamster heard her laugh a lot more. He saw her smile, and a few months after she moved in, he saw her dance when the people put on loud music. Thankfully, they turned off the music when it was time for dinner. Hamster could not begin to understand why they liked it so very loud. The tiny person got bigger. Now she ran in and out of the room, carrying things with her. If she was upset, sometimes she would run to her little bed and cry into her blanket. 
Sometimes she would come over to Hamster and say, Bobo, Bobo, Bobo. And the big people would appear and take Hamster out, and she would pet him. When she got a little bit older, they even let her hold Hamster. Once, the entire family sat on the couch and watched a movie. Hamster watched it, too, perched on the little girl's tummy. He had never seen a movie before. It was magical. One day, the little girl leaned down to Hamster as he sunned himself. She whispered, Love you, Bobo. Hamster looked up at the little girl. He thought back to how scared she looked when she first walked into the house. He thought back to how scared he'd been when she had first poked her tiny finger into his cage. The little girl poked her finger in Hamster's cage again now and gave a little wave. Hamster thought for a moment and then got up and scampered over. He leaned over and kissed her finger. She giggled. Then he said, I love you too, but please do not call me Bobo. To the little girl, it sounded like... people, halfway through this story, I received a breathless email from an unnamed source calling me out about something hamster-related. It says, Dear Rhea, First, let me say what a big fan, blah blah blah, we don't need to hear the preamble, am I right, tiny people? Okay, here's the meat of it. Rhea, you have made a really big deal in your mouse stories about hamsters wanting to break free from their cages. This is quite, quite is in all caps, quite inconsistent with the story you shared today in which Bobo the hamster seems quite happy to be a pet. How can you explain this glaring inconsistency? Sincerely, A fan who may or may not live in your studio. Oh dear, I'm looking around here and... Wow, um, okay, there is a spider up in the corner eyeing me with eight eyes and is that, is that a tiny laptop? (sighs) Spider, I know that email is from you. He's nodding. Slowly. Okay, so I can explain this whole thing. And my explanation is... Oh, okay, I don't really have a good explanation other than that maybe some hamsters are very happy as pets and maybe some are not. That seems plausible. Spider does not look satisfied, but I really do have to move on because there are a number of people I want to thank today. First... Big thanks to the many tiny people who provided sound effects used in today's story. Thank you to Grace, Evren, Nora, Luke, Brianna, Gloria, Elena, and Sage. If you'd like to send in your very own sound effect, 
please take a look at the episode description for instructions. Also, I want to thank the family of tiny people who pushed me to write this story. Thank you so much to Reed, Nolan, Miles, Blair, and Mason. This story represents just one way in which a child can come into a new family, and in no way does it show the great variety of ways in which that can happen. I hope the story can spark a conversation about the ways in which families grow and change over time. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. Friends, my book is coming so soon. Please sign up for my email list on the website to be the first to hear about its release. Mm, Can't wait. Thank you, as always, for listening in.